Hello and welcome back to 26 Under, the anime review podcast where we watch an anime in a week with 26 episodes and under. I'm one of the hosts, Robert. I'm the other host, Henry. That's it. That's all you get today. Ha, got him. Got him. <laughs> uh, so today's anime of the week is going to be Time Travel Girl. It's a 2016 anime that came out in the summer-spring, summertime season. Uh... Summer, it, spring, I, summer. I herald that time as kind of a very mm. boring season of anime because it was the same year that Mob Psycho came out, which was like the only highlight. Uh, and then JoJo's Part 4 also came out that time. 2016, I think, is when I was just starting to get back into watching anime, but I wasn't watching anything new at the time. I believe we... No, we didn't start until 2017. Correct. Correct. 2018. 2018. That's right. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's one of the summer episodes. It was pretty much part of the lackluster lineup of forgettable names. Which is unfortunate. Uh, so, first impressions. Uh, mine. Going into it, I've never seen it before. Um, I had expected it to be an interesting time travel, especially with, given what the plot synopsis was, where a girl goes back into time and talks to very important electromagnetic scientists. Super important. Super important. But by the end of it, I was kind of like... I can see why it got a 6 out of a rating scale. Yeah. Uh, I was originally expecting something a little sillier for the show. Uh, it did not... was not such. And as such, I was able to enjoy it a lot more. Uh, this is a much more educational anime than I think a lot of people were expecting. It's the most educational anime we've watched on this podcast. <laughs> it sure was. Uh, I learned more about things in this sh Like, this was like, we're learning about third grade science stuff. And that's basically what it was, is you're learning yeah. about stuff you learned in elementary school. As such, I enjoyed it a lot. It was okay. Sure. Character rundown. <laughs> uh, first up on the docket is Mari. She is a ditzy second-year high school student that tries her best. Oh, God, does she try her best. She sure does. Uh, has a crush on one of the other characters, and her father travels through time. Her father is helped stuck. invent he invented what, will, the matter what will be time travel. We'll talk about that later. But, yes, she is a ditzy second year in high school. Yeah. Um, she's the main character of the plot. Uh, she's she sees the world through kind of rose tinted glasses. Yeah, I mean, um, she's also defined as the character that it, that just eats everything. She's a very good like baker. Yeah. So is her mother. She she is what you expect of a high school girl in anime. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think she's actually the closest rendition of uh, a girl I probably went to high school with. Uh, and then her best friend Waka is the other character. What, I did can't you help. Want to keep talking about Mark. No, I can't help. But every time I hear, or I heard Waka. Every time, every time I heard about, it, I just wanted to say, "Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You wanna play some Blitzball, man?" <laughs> but uh, Waka is much more of a supporting character. She doesn't do. She doesn't actually like get into the plot too much, except for uh, the one time where she tra transports back in time, which was a travesty. Yeah, it was. Poor, poor, poor man. Um. But she's the smarter of the two, uh, Mari and Waka. Waka is just she. She's the atypical 
popular smart girl. Yep. Exactly. And has a crush on a character that's not named up here because he's not important to the plot because he's just a soccer goon. Yes. Agreed. Uh, the next character is Shun. And uh, Shun is... He's a senior. That's so he's right. a third year. or third It's year. Uh, Waka's older sister. Or uh, older Waka's brother. older brother, yes. Uh, he is the 200 IQ gamer move player. Yeah. He he's so, gonna be he's gonna be a doctor. He wanted to be a doctor, but he may have changed his goals towards the end. But that's for the other time. Uh, yep. Shun was important and is important to the plot. Almost, I would say, is the secondary main character to yeah. the show. He runs the time machine. He does run the time machine. None of this would have been possible without Shun. Therefore, in more ways than one. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> God, I called it. I fucking called it when it happened. Oh, uh, I'm gonna do the math thing where I fucking knew exactly what was gonna happen. You're right. As it was happening. Yeah. Uh, um, our next important character is E.G. A.G. Hayase. Uh, this is Mari's father. He is a <laughs> scientist that invented a matter transporter and signed a binding contract with another person who was a businessman because he needed funding for it. Yep. Mm. And uh, apparently well, something went wrong. He he signed his contract to make the transporter, and then something went wrong. And in the process of doing so, he found a way to potentially time travel. Mm -hmm. And as such, now he's being audited by the IRS. Something like that. Not really being audited, more so his entire life is being shook down by a a bad man. Yeah. Um, the next character we're going to talk about. The next character, who is Mr. Mikage. He is a white-haired snake businessman. He is the busiest of businessmen. Busiest of businessmen. He specifically is trying to tote that AG broke a clause in the contract about not reporting the information about what he did. Uh-huh. But it's kind of hard to do that when you disappear through space and time. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, Small details, Rob. Small details. But he acts as the kind of... Like, he's actually one of the worst villains I've ever seen. Interesting. Uh, he's he's he, a villain for the sake of being villain and has no high points. He is... Yeah, I can see that, actually. He's that just does a make him that, that does make him way worse, actually. Yeah, no, he has no, like... There's nothing potentially redeeming about him. He's just a snake. Yeah. Who gets his comeuppance. Agreed. So... Into this plot. This story does have an, an overarching story to tell. Surprise. Uh, about five minutes every episode we talk about stories. It is, it is a surprising short amount of time, but uh, it, it, is, it is very straightforward. It doesn't plot dump you. It does not. It, it really gives you the, the time it's, and it's breath. It spoon feeds you the plot. Yeah. Uh, so first we start with Shun ultimately giving a book of electrical history and magnetism history. Uh, so pretty much he was given this book by Mari's father mm -hmm. long time back. Um, three years ago. Three years. Right, right before. before he disappeared. Yep. Uh, and this book has inside of it nothing really written on occasions, but sometimes some stuff pops into it. And Mari was given a necklace. The necklace looks almost like an astrolabe. Um, astrolabe is probably the wrong thing. To be honest, it just looks like an armillary compass. It is an armillary compass. That's what they call it. That's what it is. Like you <laughs> that's can't even exactly say what they call it. Else. That's exactly what they call it. So basically, she doesn't know what it does. It's just a really nice looking fancy necklace. Uh huh. 
Uh, come time, they want to, the, the three of them, um, go snooping around uh, in a lab. Actually, does she transport before going to the lab? She transports first. Uh, Mari and Waka were going oh, that's through right. Shun's place. Waka has the, uh, Mari has the book, or had the book in her possession. Shun had the book, but when they were snooping around Shun's room... Mari found the book That's and touched right. the book, touched and the combination of the armillary sphere and the book transports Mari back to the 1600s. Yeah. So now Shun and Waka don't know exactly where she disappeared. Nope. And they're panicking. Mm-hmm. Which and that's when they go. That's doing. when they go snooping in the the laboratory and don't yeah. find anything. Find nothing. But right now, uh, Mari's in the 16th century mm-hmm. England. Uh, 16th century England. Yep. With one Faraday. No, this is William Gilbert. This is oh, Gilbert, the yes. inventor, uh, or this is the person who proved magnetic north and why it's a thing. Um, initially, he was trying to prove how it was a thing, and proof is basically everything to these people back then. Yeah, they're scientists. Um, he also has a partner that is like that spoke to him about something, or someone who was important, but it basically got killed for telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mari's slowly learning about how terrible the world was back in the day. How um, uh, terrible it was to scientists. To scientists specifically. Specifically, um, this is almost like a uh, uh, what is it called? A um, dissertation on why science is frowned upon in a early. Uh, also, why life. like experimenting with science is. Always controversial, always and controversial. it's gotten better, but it was real bad. It was, it was so bad. But from looking at a cake that is two hemispheres, that well, was it, created it was, by Mari. It was also multiple layers. It was also multiple layers. Uh, he he had his brain blast and figured out like, oh, there must be magnets in the Earth. Yep. And specifically, the high point is the North, and that's why it points. That's why the compass points to the north and doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. do compass things, but it does. Silly compass. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. So anyway, she then gets transported back. Somehow. Somehow. The, this one was not explained. No, it was not. <laughs> uh, and that's that's the weird part, that it wasn't explained. Yeah. Um, she just kind of went back in time, or went forward in time, and... Somehow, none of them accredited, like, any of the scientists accredited, like, oh, yeah, I only figured this out after a small girl uh, with a blue flash of light told me information. These crazy magicians. These These crazy crazy Easterners. Easterners, Specifically. (laughs) Like, every single one. Or all Easterners magicians? Yes. I'll be... All of them. I'll be damned. Um, Uh, Mari then is transported to Volta. Uh, after this one, we are then given no Volta. Oh, Ben not. Franklin. That's right. Ben Franklin. We get anime first. Ben Franklin. <laughs> anime Ben Franklin is the biggest Chad in the world. Uh, I and mean, like, I mean, he was in real life. Too. He was in real life, hundred percent. He would rather like say fuck science, get bitches, but like he still loves science. But still science. But still science and women. But he wants to get the church to put a lightning rod on top of the church to prove that electricity strikes at its highest point mm-hmm. but to prove that it exists yeah. basically the church wasn't having any of that no that sounds like a blasphemer mm. statement so what do we do uh mari makes a 
Yeah. Larry makes a kite for Benjamin Franklin. And this kite is what's used to prove that electricity can be generated through a current yeah. with lightning. And that's what you'll find with uh, the, the the basic overall arcs of these episodes is Mari and then in one episode, Waka, go back, somehow befriend these influential inventors or scientists. Who never question a thing about why mm, these girls are yeah, wearing fucking never. skirts. That are showing off portions of their legs. Only the women, <laughs> only the women, call them out yeah. and say that is very bad. They're there for their marquee scientific breakthrough, I guess you can call it. Yeah, and then they they come back. But apparently, there's also people disappearing, or people that are supposed to be doing a thing that aren't doing a thing, mm-hmm. and it's specifically because of Agey. Yeah. He keeps messing with things and then fixing them. And that's the problem. Because initially with William Gilbert, um, no, actually, we didn't really learn much about Gilbert and we didn't learn much about Franklin specifically with what happened. That was more so hands off, kind of happened on its own. It's when we get to the next person, which is Volta. Oh, yeah, because this is the. Yeah, Volta's next. Or no, Faraday, then Volta, I think. Regardless. Regardless. So, first we'll talk about Faraday then. Um, Faraday is the one where Waka goes back. Yes. Waka finds another uh, necklace that was in the lab. Um, this come back to later exactly why it was there. This is an important <laughs> clue for later. <laughs> this is an important tool that we'll need for later. And she holds it hidden from everyone. And then she basically has a weird spat with Futa where it's like, oh, you care about soccer too much. You're dumb. You don't focus on your schooling. Well, when you love something so much, you don't need to bother with it. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. she's she's slowly understanding maybe I'm a terrible person. Yep. And she ends up wanting to go back in time to rectify the situation with uh, Futa, but that's not how the time travel piece works. Nope. Um, so Mari and Waka go back in time to 18th century? 19th century. Uh, is it ni- 19th century London? And um, there they run into Michael Faraday. And this was the most nonplussed reaction I've ever seen about somebody literally appearing out of nowhere. Yeah. He, he wasn't really <laughs> flustered about it. He's like, oh, cool. Well, he wasn't flustered. Well, didn't they also teleport in in the middle of like a ball and then everybody applauded them? No, 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 no. So Faraday, uh, that's Volta. Oh, What okay. happened with Faraday was that they landed in an orange cart. And then Faraday comes over and says, like, oh, h- hello. And then um, <laughs> the orange man's running out like, the fuck you cunts doing oh, that's my right. oranges? Yeah. <laughs> and so they run away back to Faraday's lab. But Faraday is having an issue right now where uh, Mr. Davey? Dr. Davey, whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. He's basically the person in history who found Faraday and basically brought his science to light. But Davey is more of an asshole towards Faraday because Faraday didn't do a report thing because well, yeah. he was too busy doing experiments. Well, yeah. And then Faraday uh, published... Well, before he published anything, um, <clears throat> like... Davy's wife says mean things about the girls, whatever. We don't Constantly. Care. Constantly. Says dumb. Um, but when Mari and Waka are there with Faraday, Faraday showing off his uh, basic motor mm-hmm. 
um, Dr. Davy comes running in and like just gets pissed and he's like the fuck dude Faraday's like what did I do like why did I find mine and my partner's work that you published and got put in science place yo dog we got you, beef you're a hack you're phony you're a big phony um, and you stole in my experimentation. Like, no, no, no. I was just continuing your research. You weren't done. Did I give you permission? So basically, Faraday is getting his name slandered everywhere. Yep. By Davy. Um, but he doesn't care. He's like, I'm still going to do science. But Waka's taking. Waka's seeing the parallel between this and what happened with Futa. Mm-hmm. And she's starting to understand, like, oh, no. You can't give up science, because then the regular world won't exist. Yeah. Uh, so she gives her pep talk to Faraday, but Faraday's just like, I was never going to give up. I just needed to make space for more experiments. And um, gets it published. But at this time, also the uh, sink with... Um, or, or because Mari remembered important uh, right. information that... Uh, so that, that that's right. This is after Volta then. Uh-huh. Um Mari remembered information that happened in the episode before that we'll talk about where uh hit the triangle button on the pad of the computer. It'll then tell them exactly what to do. Everything will sync together. Then they can start communicating with each other. Um So basically Waka finds out about that how she can go back uh to her time. She doesn't want to confronts Davy. Davy Basically, then has a run-in with Ag, and Ag says, "Like you know, you're the reason why Faraday gets his motor up and running." Mm-hmm. Uh, for sake of pun, um, and he doesn't like hearing that, but it's true because he basically finished his research that him and his partner basically all but gave up on. Yeah, um, uh, these two become very influential for history. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. Like without them, we wouldn't have cars. So, th- so thank these two girls for yes, fucking these. with history and making it right again. <laughs> thank these two scandalously dressed girls. But now yeah. let's go back to Volta real fast. Um, Mari, again, traveled back to Volta because that's apparently where she potentially could run into her father again. Or for the first time. Um, and she runs into this uh, version of Eiji who remembers Mari... When she is a little girl in elementary school. Mm-hmm. So this is a different one. This is when he traveled to this period. Uh, but what, way, way earlier. But way earlier. Like, this is this is before the three-year thing. Yeah. Um, And pretty much, like, Volta is showing off a quote-unquote electric pistol. Yeah. Uh, that fires currents of electricity... This is kind of where voltage becomes a thing because of his mm-hmm. name. Um, and, you know, when he's demonstrating it, Mari pops into existence. Uh, Volta's like, oh, you did the same thing that that other guy did. What other guy? What other? Oh, my, my father. <laughs> Let's go up. And because we're in London at this time, or not London, I think we're somewhere in England. The problem is, is that the French Revolution is also going on at this time. Yep. So there's people from Austria who are storming in and like being rude to mm-hmm. the to the French scientists. Yeah. Um, 
And what's supposed to free them from this mortal coil is Napoleon coming in to stop them from doing things. But he's currently held up in a situation caused by Eiji. Of course. And Eiji stole his cup and sold it. Uh, he was gifted this cup. Per We're going to go with gifted. Per Eiji. <laughs> <laughs> This is not this, this this is the piece that basically explains why everything was able to happen. Yeah. Because he got the he got the money from it. Yep. So stupid. <laughs> so dumb. But uh basically Volta um T Yeah. Yep. You you, uh, you continue on with this. I got distracted. Um there's not too much to go on for that no. episode. Now we just go around. Now we get back. Mari and Ag running into each other constantly. Yep. Once with William Morse. Um, once with Alexander Graham Bell. And then, also at the same time, we're learning about Mister Mikage being a straight-up yeah. asshole shaking down Ag's wife. Yeah. Throughout throughout the show, we get to see clips of Mister Mikage doing business businessy things. Business businessy. Uh, things. but it's after. Uh, meeting with Faraday that he actually like steps into the scene yeah. and forces his hand. It's when they went to it's when Mari went to meet Alexander Graham Bell. Yes. That they were on vacation because it's summertime. And um like also Mikage was there at the same time, but obviously following them. Um, yes, but we sure. learned something about a name, uh, the, it's not important, but nope. basically Mari's loaded with money, like simply because of the mother and father, mm-hmm. but she doesn't really talk about the money much. And we learned that Waka's mother is a trifle in gold digging. <laughs> no good <laughs> woman. It's fine. Um, that whole family's messed in the head. I think Shun is like adopted. Probably he's not part of that. Family. <laughs> he can't be right. <laughs> no, but he, he he was falling into uh that woman's feminine wiles. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he, slowly things are starting to piece together that they're learning Mikage is not a good person because mm-hmm. his assistant woman was digging through Shin's backpack looking for the book. Um, basically things just aren't going right. Yep. And Mari goes back to see Graham Bell, runs into Ag again. Uh, she can't go back. Because there's something wrong with the uh, armillary compass. And Shin has to go back using the one he found from, or one that Waka found. Mm-hmm. And he has this like little pen thing that fixes, or finds out and fixes what's wrong with uh, the the machine. Just a little bit of sand was inside of it. Just a little bit. And at the same time, uh, Mari's mother found out about all of this stuff. All this time traveling. Book. All this time traveling shenanigans. So they get back um, to the present. Mom says no. They are for, they are foreboded. Foreboded from doing this ever again. So now So what do we do as an anime protagonist, we Rob? We sneak out. We sneak out and do it again. <laughs> we sneak out and do it again and then get into a really bad situation. Yeah. This is this is where it gets like really heavy. Uh Mikagi kidnaps uh Waka and Mari's mom. Mm-hmm. It back to the laboratory. And Shun. And Shun. All three of them. And tries to force them to go back in time. Yeah, it's when Mari is coming back. Coming back, yeah. From her meeting with... Uh, Hertz. Hertz, that's right, mm-hmm. correct, Hertz. Um, with her meeting with Hertz, and then she's back in the laboratory, and it's like, oh, I'm here with this timepiece. What's she going to do about it? 
So now we have the bad guy doing the bad thing. Um, and the last place that they know where AG was is Edison, who's incidentally the last important person we're going to be seeing uh, from the book. Yeah. I mean, he was the last major leap. He was the last major leap. Please don't say leap, because I'm going to say quantum leap, and then we're going to start <laughs> oh, talking about that show. No. <laughs> I love that show. It's such a good show. <laughs> I love... Uh, so ultimately, uh, through through coercion and business, uh, Makagi forces Mari to transport both of them back to Edison. I mean, when you're firmly grasping onto a young girl's wrist and telling her to touch a book, it's not that hard. No, it's not. Uh, they originally meet Edison. Yep. And then... Edison's a cunt. Edison's the largest <laughs> dick because yeah. he's just like, "What are you people what are you doing, doing in here?" here? Like, what? Th- that, that's, that's not how you should talk to us. Like, get out. What What did you steal? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what did you steal I, from me? I feel Edison had the most reasonable reaction. Oh, 100% he had the most reasonable <laughs> reaction. But he's still a jerk. What are you doing in my lab? What have you touched? What have you stolen? <laughs> and she's like, we didn't steal anything. And he's like, okay, I believe Yeah, you. this is where he gets unreasonable. We, we didn't do anything. Okay. okay. I believe you for no reason. I believe you. Look at all my experiments. Yeah. And then uh, Mikage bounces some words of wisdom, basically telling him, like, you should be more like a businessman. Yep. Uh, and then do business things. Which is one of Edison's greatest uh Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Strengths. He, was a, he was a good businessman. Got his uh, patents. Like, apparently, Graham Bell patented the telephone before he did. Mm-hmm. But he's working on a two-way telephone. Yeah, he's working on a way better telephone. Way better telephone. Like, two two ways. Yeah. Can you imagine? One-way communication? But basically, they then have to figure out where AG's timepiece is. And it's a little bit further ahead because of a cryptic message that was left behind. Um, Basically, when Edison brings light to the world is where he's going to be. Yep. So they then put that into the machine like, oh, it's, it's... 1897 when he was doing his light bulb trial yeah when he uh goes through all his light bulb trials yep and um mario and mikage pop onto his desk and break his light bulb <laughs> but then again the scientist man was back there and said oh this one was about two minutes <laughs> and i thought like oh it was a current for two minutes no it's been two minutes since the last person broke his light bulb yeah <laughs> and he's not even at all like he's upset but he's just like just get off the table just come on oh you when you got here uh crank that soldier boy and then move that uh crank to hear the uh the photograph. audio the phonograph yeah phonograph because her father left a message that mikage wasn't supposed to hear nope. um and basically it says meet me in the back by the shed that's where i am mm-hmm. so so they both go there they both go but as they're walking Things are starting to look bad. The weather's getting worse. Yep. There's crackles of red lightning mm-hmm. going around. And, and they finally get into the shed. And who's <laughs> in there? They finally get into a shed. Uh, Mario, a- close your AG eyes. comes by. Surprise. Flashbang. <laughs> flashbang. Flashbang out. Uh, <clears throat> I, uh, frankly, it didn't do anything to anyone because no. they both closed their eyes at the right. In fact, neither of them closed their eyes. It did nothing. It this did is why nothing. we need to use phosphorus grenades. Yes. When we're storming a building. Agreed. No uh, warning, just phosphorus. So we, they, everyone meets. They have a conversation, and then Rob, we've we've finally done it. 
We've hit the time paradox. We made a time paradox. <laughs> so this happens right at the end of episode 11. Yeah. And I was like, this, this is a paradox. But no one's saying the word paradox. So I'm like, nope. okay, Mm-mm. they'll probably explain it in episode 12. Episode 12 comes around. This time must paradox. be a time paradox. I was like, I fucking knew it. Because they cannot be in the same place at the same time. It turns out the armillary that Waka found was... was oh, so hold on, hold on. Because this is the large <laughs> breakdown... That requires 200 IQ. I haven't had Baja Blast for this, so forgive me if I'm messed with my translation. It's fine. Um, what was happening was that this uh, tornado storm was opening up in the roof, and it was going to suck up all of them to fix the time paradox. Now, Eiji mm-hmm. and Mr. Mikage are fighting like next to each other on a log trying to a stay pillar. on a the pillar, beam, yeah. A pillar. And then like he ends up let, like getting broken off the pillar, and they both are holding on to the other's necklace. And uh, Eiji steals Mikage's, but Mikage loses grip on Eiji's when he pulls it off of his neck. Yep. That one goes through the tornado. Um, it goes through the time paradox. And then the time paradox ends. Everyone's back to normal. The reason there was a time paradox is because the two armillary spheres they both had were the exact same armillary sphere. Yes, they were both Eiji's armillary sphere. But because of this situation, that's the reason why Waka found it. Yeah. At that time. Because... Eiji's military went through time and space and landed in the laboratory. Because this had to happen because of how time travel works. All of these events basically had to happen. Yep. And the only way to really know where this all ends is with the ending of the show. But anyway, um, right now the whole lab's exploding because it caused too much of an overflow because of the time paradox. And they basically they can't go back. Yep. Um, system fixes itself. Then they're able to go back briefly. Uh, AG briefly fixes and itself. <laughs> briefly fixes itself. Mario and AJ are able to go back, but Mikage is left in the past because he doesn't have a armillary sphere anymore. He doesn't have an armillary compass anymore, so he gets stuck. Um, but him and uh, Edison have a heart-to-heart conversation in English. In English. English. Oh, it hurts me so much. <laughs> What's going on here? It's fine. Totally fine. Uh, it was fine. It was good. Yeah. Um, so, Makai ends up helping Edison in all his business endeavors. Because he's basically. a fantastic businessman. Ends up in the history book. Yep. Uh, but one of the things that I should mention about the, the time-traveling book that they had, which also burned up in the fire, by the way. So, it's never... This had to happen. Again. Yeah. It had to happen. Uh-huh. Uh, Shun's name shows up in the year 2025 as being the scientist who created the TSS. So, pretty much, he sees that in the book. No one else sees it. Only Shun saw his name. And A.G. also knows about who he is and what happens in the future. Yep. And we have a brief stint in the future and learning about, like, oh, there's a book missing in the library and all that's there is an apple. There's an old woman um, who presumably is... Mari. Mari. It has to be Mari. It has to be Mari. Um, and because that book was sent back in time, that's what started all of the events. Yep. Because that time couldn't exist if it didn't happen. And this is why I hate time so, travel. So the last scene is, oh, this book's missing. And Mari goes, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It had to have happened because there's somebody who wants science. Yeah. It was dumb. I hated it. And, I that, hate and, that, and that's our story. 
hate this show. <laughs> I hate time travel. If we get one more time traveling anime, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Time traveling animes aren't great, to be fair. You keep saying bad things about Bakamatsu, and I like that a lot more than this. Listen, that's, Look, not, how, that's not how time travel works. Hey, this is way more reasonable for time travel. I'm not looking for reasonability. I'm looking for <laughs> entertainment value. Okay, that's fair. I didn't get entertained. Uh, I thought Benjamin Franklin was going to be some big badass who like did shit. I thought they were yeah. going to come back to the future and have their minds blown. Oh, God, that would have been great. Uh, one thing that surprised me about this entire show is how serious it took itself. Uh... All of the inventors were very much acting like serious human beings. Like, no, it wasn't super dramatized or anything. Uh, no captain. It was also like even not even in the present where Mari and them are from. It was also super serious. Like the opening scene with a uh, uh, Fuma Fuka, where he gets drilled in the chest by a baseball. Oh, Futa, yeah. Futa, and then his yeah. his heart stops. And like, I, I jokingly thought in my head, like, he got hit in the chest. And I was like, oh, he's dead. Because I thought this was just going to be a silly anime. It's no, <laughs> just going to be like Dong. Like, oh, it just yeah. happened. And it's just like, oh, critical condition. Somebody grab uh, in. Yeah, and then it got super yeah, serious. Like, I, was like, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, is someone going to die? Yeah. No, is no. Is going to die? It sparked the idea of electromagnetism. Yeah. And electricity and, like. The entire uh, thing. The animation was pretty much how I expected a 2016's anime to be. Yeah, it looked really nice. Yeah. I think all the effects were well done. Yeah, there was no, like... Like, there wasn't egregious CGI. Like, the TSS was really cool looking. The computer system was actually, like, relatively decent. Uh, I think what worked well for it is that it was only done in those small areas. And even then, it was, like, it was a small portion, right? Yeah. So it looked a lot better. The music... uh, largely lackluster the yeah, opening was poppy and the ending was poppy as well yeah uh c c c i really want to put this higher but you want to put where i really want to put it at b but i, I guess it's not nearly so, a, so look what's in b yeah i know look what's in b like if you compare it to these other three like it's definitely not look what's in c yeah i'm 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 agreeing with you <laughs> i'm fine with putting it in b if you want to put it in what? b <laughs> Can we just put the BC category? No, it's going in C. All right, fine. It's going in C. Because I'm sorry. It was just not interesting. It was better than Sunday Without God, and it was... I I still think Noir should be, like, above Sunday Without God. But that's fine. It, it's all lumped into one big thing. Why did I bring this with me? I should have I don't know. <laughs> all right, now we get to the fun part. What's the fun part? Uh, We get to... Oh, choose the next random anime. Choose the next random anime. Uh, and this one's also going to be just me and Henry again. Yeah. Unless it sparks curiosity in, in Matt. Then it might be him again. Because life happens. Life doesn't happen. Randomize. What's that? Helsing? <laughs> I knew it. I knew he would get mad. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you drop water everywhere. Yeah, we have Helsing. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, we had technical difficulties. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But yeah, I think that wraps up our uh, our episode here. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, join us again next week as we talk about vampires without Matt. Without Matt, because <laughs> <laughs> he, he got really heated and wanted to see this. Um, should we give a little synopsis though first about what the show? Oh is? yeah, we should actually. Yeah. Uh, do to do. Ah, what is? No, stop.
stupid fucking phone. That's what happens when you get water in your phone, Henry. I know. Dun da 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 da. Helsing. I've only ever seen the abridged, so this is going to be fun. I've watched the original. <laughs> Helsing, an organization specializing in dealing with supernatural threats, is called to eliminate a vampire that is turning the villagers of Cheddar into ghouls. To put an end to this, the leader of the organization, Sir Integra Fairbrook Winstings Hellgate, Helsing, dispatches her most formidable asset, a powerful vampire known as Alucard. Vampires. Vampires, yo. <laughs> Mm. alright guys well that was our wonderful episode about time travel we will catch you all in the next episode Matt's big mad he's so mad (laughs) 